Today's daf is Yom Daf Chov and we are starting with the Mishnah on Chov Dalit So the Mishnah starts off Mitzvah begadol yavim. There's a mitzvah for the oldest brother to do the mitzvah of yibum. So if the brother that died had a few brothers, so who has kadima? Who should do it first? What's the best case scenario? The best case scenario the Mishnah tells us for the oldest brother, he has the biggest mitzvah to do the yibum. He should go first. Ve'im kadam hakatan zacha. But if a younger brother does it before him, zacha the yibum worked and. He pottered everyone else from Yibam and Chalitza. Now the Gemara is going to start off now after our very short Mishnah. And Darshan, this Pasuk, we're going to learn a bunch of things out of this Pasuk, which we just mentioned of, we didn't mention any, we're about to, but Pasuk says like this, The Bechor that they give birth to, meaning his brother does Yibam on his, on his brother's wife that died without kids. And it says that, The Bechor that they give birth to, He should, he's going to be established on the namesake of his brother that died. And, and therefore, he's, his name is not going to be erased in Klal Yisrael, and he's going to have a continuation. And it sounds like we're naming, we're naming this kid after the brother that died. So we're going to see exactly what dinim come out of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, that the Bechor that gets born is Yakom Al Shem Achiv Hames. So what does that teach us? So Bechor is not coming to teach me as you would have thought that the Bechar is the kid that is born the Bechar, Bechaya Bechar, Shertele, the Bechar that's born, that's Mashem in the Pasuk, rather it's teaching me, Mekanshem Mitzvah Begadoliyabim. It's telling me that Yevama Yavayalea Veyibma, after he does Yibam, so who should do that? Bechaya Bechar, the Bechar, the Mitzvah of Yibam falls onto the oldest brother. The oldest brother, Mekanshem Mitzvah Begadoliyabim, the oldest brother has the Mitzvah to do Yibam, and then only after him the rest. Asher Telid. So it says, V'hoya Bechar Asher Telid, the Bechar that is born. What does Asher Telid teach me? Prata Ailenis. That teaches me that there's no Mitzvah of Ailenis when, there's no Mitzvah of Yibam, sorry, when, when this Yivama is an Ailenis, because if she can't have kids anyway, so the whole point of Yibam, there's no point of Yibam, in Yibam, because the whole point in Yibam is to have a, Child, that's going to be Yakam al Mechavames. So therefore, Asher Taylin teaches me she has to give birth. But if she's an islandist, probably islandist, there would be no mitzvah of Yibum. Shein Yolanis, because the islandist does not give birth. Yakam al Mechavames. But the Pasuk continued and said, Yakam al Mechavames. This kid is going to stand in the place of his brother that died. So Lenachla, that teaches me. Lenachla, that. The brother that does Yibum to the dead brother's wife, he inherits, he yarshins his dead brother. So Lenachla, he gets Lenachla and he yarshins him. So Atayim Lenachla and El Lashem. So the Gemara says, okay, so you're learning from that Pasuk, Yakum Al Shem Achiv Ames, that you're telling me that that teaches me he inherits him. So how do I know that? Maybe it's teaching me Pashup Shad in the Pasuk, how, how it really reads, that Eina El Lashem, that it's teaching me about the kid's name, what you should name him. That Yosef, Karnasa Yosef. If the dead brother's name was Yosef, call this kid Yosef. Yochanan, Karnasa Yochanan. Or if his name was Yochanan, call him Yochanan. The point is, how do you know that the, the Gemara is saying, you're t- you just told me we're learning out of Yaakum HaShem Ames that the brother inherits the dead brother. The brother that does Yibam to his wife, he inherits him. Maybe it's teaching me what the words mean, that you should name the kid after the brother. So the Gemara says, no, Nemakan Yaakum HaShem Echav Ames v'nemer lehalon HaShem Achehem Yikaru B'nach Lassam. So Masham... Sorry, ma shame ha omer la alon nachla. Just like we see the shame, the name that's mentioned over there is le inyan nachla, le inyan nerusha, because that's al shame achem yikaru ben nachla. So I'm not talking about nachla. So af shame al merkan. So to the shame here is not talking about the actual name you're going to give him. It's talking about nachla. It's talking about that the fact we learn out the halacha from here that the brother that does yibum inherits the other brother. The pasuk continued and said by having this kid, the other brother's name is not going to be erased in klal So he's going to have a continuation. So that teaches me prat 
Nisris. Except, meaning there is no mitzvah of Yibum if the brother who died was a Sris. Meaning, Shashmoy Machoy. Prat the Sris, Shashmoy Machoy. That excludes a case where the brother that died was a Sris, meaning he couldn't have kids anyway. He was, he was, uh, he got, he had issues down there and therefore he couldn't have kids. Shashmoy Machoy. His name is already erased. So you should have kids. So his name shouldn't be erased. That teaches me, except for, for a case where he's a Sris, meaning he couldn't have kids anyway. So his name is already erased in Kali. So he's not going to have a continuation a continuation anyway. So there will be no mitzvah even over there. Amar Rava. Rava said, Even though in the entire Torah, we know a klal that ain a pasuk doesn't leave its pshat. Now what does that mean? It means... We know that we darshan psukim and we learn different things out of psukim, which many, many times are not mashma by itself in the, act, in the actual pasuk. You wouldn't see that then just from looking at the pasuk. So there's pshat, there's drash, there's remez, there's sight, but there's always a pshat. There's pasha pshat, what the pasuk says and what it means. So there's a klal that in mikroyaitimidei as much as you want to darshan and make drash out of it, it's still going to have its basic meaning. It's not going to leave its basic meaning completely. It will still retain its pshat. So even though generally that's the rule, over here we have that comes and takes it out completely of its pasha pshat. So this is an exception to the rule where there's no pasha pshat of the pasuk. Because the pasha pshat of the pasuk is to name the kid after the dead brother. Now that's not lahalacha, and you do not have to do it, and that's not what the Pasuk is coming to tell you to do. Even though that's what the Pasuk says, Yakum al Shem Achivames. He should be he should be stood up on the name of his brother on the of the brother that died, meaning he should be named after him. But that's not what the Pasuk means, as we just saw. It's coming to teach me like we saw a minute ago about Nachla. So over here, Rava says that this is an exception to the rule that Mikra, that because we have a Gzir Shave of Nachla, Nachla, which teaches me this din is coming to tell me Nachla, and it's completely not talking about the Pashab Shad of it. Vilav Gzir Shave, Havamina, Shame, Shame, Mamish, the Gemara asks. Okay, so you're telling me if not for the fact that we had a Gzir Shave, we would have thought it was the Pashab Shad of the Pazak, which we would have thought means Shame, Shame, Mamish. Meaning, I would have thought you have to name the kid after the dead brother. So Laman. Okay, so you're going to tell me that the Pashup Shad is telling you that you have to name the kid. So if you read the Pasuk, who's the Tyra warning to name the child? So, sorry, I read that wrong. Laman Kamazar Rahmana. Who's the Tyra telling in this Pasuk? It's going to be a grammatical issue. Who is telling him? Who is telling? Who is the Tyra being Mitzave to name the kid after the brother? The Yabam? Is it telling the Yabam, the one who does Yabam to the dead brother's wife, that name your son? So, it said, Yakum al Shem Achiv. He should, he should be named after Achiv, his brother. So if the Torah is telling him, it should say, Yakum al-Shem Achicha mi boile. It should have said, Yakum al-Shem Achicha on your brother. So obviously it's not talking about to the Yabam. So who's the Torah? Who's the mitzvah on? Who's the Torah telling you have a mitzvah to name him after the brother? So it's not to him because it should have said, Yakum al-Shem Achicha. So i lebedina, maybe it's talking to the Bezdin. Maybe the Torah is talking to Bezdin. Name, make sure this kid is named. Name this kid after the brother. So if it was talking to Bezdin, Yakum al-Shem Achi Aviv mi boile. It should have said, he should be named after the brother of the father. You're talking to Bezdin. By the way, the brother of that father, that's who he should be named after. What's Yakum Hashem Achiv, his brother? Who's his brother? So the Gemara says like this. Okay, maybe you can read it this way. Maybe this is what the Torah is telling Bezdin. The Torah is commanding Bezdin. Bezdin has the mitzvah to name this kid. But how does that work with the Lashon of the Pasuk of Yakum Hashem Achiv Hames? Because Amrulay, they're telling Bezdin, Amrulay the Yabam, because the Torah is telling Bezdin to tell the Yabam, Amrulay the Yabam, Imrulay the Yabam, tell the Yabam, Yakum Hashem Achiv, 
that he should name his child after Achiv, after his brother. Now that would make sense. Yaakum al-Shem Achiv Ames. And the Torah is telling Bezdin to make sure, go tell this guy, Yaakum al-Shem Achiv, name him after his brother. So that would make sense in grammar. So that's why I would have thought, that's how the Gemara just figured out, because we had a problem originally. Why would I even ever thought? Because we don't see that the Torah is clearly telling anyone to name him after. So it comes out, the Torah is telling Bezdin to make sure, Yaakum al-Shem Achiv, to tell him to name his kid after his brother. And therefore, that's why I need Xer Shavah. That's why I thought the Pashup Shot would have been that. And that's why Elah Saigzer Shavah Va'afikte Ligamre. So the Xer Shavah came and took it completely out of its Pshat. And the Pshat in Yochum Hashem Achim Ames is not at all about the name of the child. It's rather about a halacha regarding who's going to Yarshan the brother, meaning the brother that does Yibam to, his, to, his, to the dead brother's wife is going to have Yerusha and is going to get the Nachla of his brother. So Gemara now asks on what we started off with. The first drush in the Gemara was that teaches me, teaches me that there's a mitzvah begadol. That's what the Mishnah said. Mitzvah begadol yavim. There's a, there's a mitzvah for the oldest brother to do the yibum. He gets the mitzvah first. So because the bechor, it teaches me that there's a mitzvah begadol. So Gemara asks like this, now that we have a Pasuk telling me that the mitzvah is for the oldest brother to do the yibum, so But the Lashon of the Pazak said Bechar. It says So maybe I should learn from there that there's only a mitzvah of Yibum by a Bechar. If this brother is the firstborn child, then there's a mitzvah of Yibum. And if this brother that's going to do Yibum is not, he's a Pashat, as the Gemara calls it, a simple brother, meaning he's not a Bechar. Maybe there's no mitzvah of Yibum. Because I learned out that there's a mitzvah of Begadu from the words Vahaya Bechar. So who said? Maybe there's only a mitzvah of Yibam by a Bechar, if a Bechar is doing Yibam. So Gemara says, no. Very, very nice Raya, not that way. Because if so, I, we already learned that we need the Torah to be memayat, a case of Eishas Achav Shalei To teach me there is no mitzvah of Yibam when two brothers didn't live at the same time. Eishas Achav Shalei We brought a mit from the Torah. the Torah. The Torah taught me that. But if the Gemara says, I know that that's not true, that the Pasuk was only referring to a Bechar, that there's only a mitzvah of Yibam by a Bechar, because if that was true, I wouldn't need the Torah to be and tell me there's no mitzvah yibum by because memelo anyways it's not a bechor. means his brother died before he was born. Meaning obviously this kid doing yibum is not a bechor. So we would have never thought he would be able to do yibum anyway. So from the fact that Torah came and told me is aser, therefore. I know that usually if they lived at the same time, it would be mutter even if he's not a Bechor. So obviously that's not the case. So Parach Ravach, Ravach asked on that. Maybe the reason why I needed the reason I needed the Torah to tell me there's no mitzvah of Yibam is because I would have thought that this Bechor, there's a mitzvah of Yibam for Bechor, like we're assuming. And we just said, oh, so we didn't need if it's only a Bechar, because in that case, it's never a Bechar. But maybe the Bechar is including any type of Bechar, meaning even a Bukhra de Imo, even a Bechar from the mother. So you could have two brothers here. One's a Bechar from the father, one's a Bechar from the mother. And you could have a case of where the brother that was born after the other brother already died was a Bechar from his own mother. So he is a Bechar. So you would think that maybe there's a mitzvah here for Yibum. So the Torah is coming to tell you that no, in this case there's not. So really I would still need it. And yet I could think that there's only a mitzvah of Yibum by a Bechar. Granted, any type of Bechar from the mother or from the father, but only a Bechar. As the Pasuk says, So how do I know not that way? How do I know there's a mitzvah of Yibum for all the brothers? So Gemara says, no. You can't say that because the Yibum, because we know Yibum, the Torah 
was toilet in in Nachlo. Nachla meaning it goes after Yerusha and who Yarshans, that only goes after the Av. The Nachla min Av. The Nachla is only from the father. In terms of Yerusha, the mother's irrelevant and it all goes after the father. and not from the mother. So therefore, I know that when it's telling you Bechar, Mimela, it's also only talking about the father and not Bechar from the mother. Therefore, from the fact that I see the Torah has to tell me that Isha Sachar Shalaya Ba'alama is Aser, so obviously in a regular case, even not a Bechar, there will be a Mitzvah of Yibamai. So Gemara says, Ve'emaki Ika Bechar Tiskayim Mitzvah Yibam, Ki Leka Bechar Loi Tiskayim Mitzvah Yibam. Okay, so maybe you're right. It, we're dealing with, we're talking about really there is a Mitzvah of Yibam by all the brothers. But when? Only when the Bechar is alive. When there is a Bechar to Sky Mitzvah Sibam, then the, there, is, there is a Mitzvah Sibam for any other brothers to do. But, one of the, but a Bechar has to be alive. Why? Because the Pasuk says, There's something about the Bechar. So the Bechar has to be here. And once the Bechar is here, then any brother could do Yibam. But when there's no Bechar, meaning the Bechar died or something, maybe there's not going to be a Mitzvah Sibam for any of the brothers if the Bechar is going to be dead. So Amar Kra, the Gemara says, no, because the Pasuk says, the Pesach says, and one of them died, right? Ki when two brothers ha- sit together, one of them dies without kids. So, are we not dealing with a case, are we not dealing with a case that even the Bechar died? The Torah told you that the Katan should do Yibam, and we see the Bechar is dead. The Bechar is not even in the picture. Who said the Pesach is not talking about a case where... Where the Bechar died, so the Bechar is not in the picture, and we see there's still a mitzvah yibum. So Gemara says, no, the miskatan, who said, maybe it's talking about Dafka, the case where the katan died, and the Torah is telling the Bechar to go do yibum. But in the case where the Bechar would be dead, there is no mitzvah yibum anymore for any of the brothers. So Gemara says, again, really no, because we saw, as we said a minute ago, the Torah was and if you're going to tell me that there's only a mitzvah when the Bechar is alive, then I wouldn't need to tell you that there's no Yibam by because we're dealing with a case where there's two brothers anyway. So if one died before the other was born, so there's no Bechar in that case, and the Bechar is gone. So obviously there would be a mitzvah of Yibam normally where even the Bechar is dead and any other brother could do it. And that's why the Pasuk needed to tell me, come, and then Pasuk, we, the turn needed to come and tell me that to be Mimayat, the case of that there would not be a mitzvah in the specific case that they didn't live at the same time. But otherwise, all brothers have a mitzvah of Yibam. So now the Gemara has another suggestion. The Ema Kileka Bechar Kidem Katan Zacha. Maybe let's say like this that when there's no Bechar, when the Mishnah said a din, that mitzvah begadol yabim, the gadol, the oldest one, has the mitzvah to go do yibam, the im kidim hakatan zacha. But if the younger one went and did yibam before him, so he was zaycheh, he was zaycheh in the yibam and it worked. So let's say the ima kilaka bechar, maybe we could limit that and say that what does the Mishnah mean? What's the din that im kidim zacha, that if the katan went and did it before, then he's zaycheh and the yibam works? Maybe that din, kidim katan zacha, maybe that's only kilaka bechar. When there's no bechar, now if the katan went and did the yibam, it's going to work. But the Yika Bechar, but if the Bechar is around, if a Bechar exists, so Kidim Katan, Lezacha, then maybe even if the Katan came, the younger one, and did Yibum, it wouldn't even work because the Bechar is around. Maybe let's limit that then. Maybe we could say it only applies in a case where there's no Bechar. But if there was a Bechar, then if the Katan did it, it would not work at all. So Amarkava, the Pasuk says, Ki Yeshu Achim Yachtov. It says that when two brothers are sitting together, Hukshu Yeshivas Achim Zelazeh, it was Makish. There's a Hekish between the brothers, one to the other. So just like that one can do it, so can the other one do Yibum, and they could all do Yibum, even while everyone's alive, while the Bechar is alive. 
and there's no difference. Meaning there's still a mitzvah, but gadol. There's a mitzvah for the oldest one, but if the youngest, if the younger one went ahead and did it, it's still going to be a good mitzvah, even if the bachar is alive. <laughs> so another suggestion, the Gemara says, Maybe it's telling me like this. Maybe the Pasuk is telling me that when there is a Bechar, so so it's a mitzvah to do it with the oldest brother. So go for the oldest one. Go for the oldest one you can. But but when there's no Bechar, so maybe the whole mitzvah of trying to get the oldest brother goes off completely. If there's no Bechar, I, I don't care which brother does it, even if it's a younger one. There's no more mitzvah with the older brother, even the second oldest, over the third oldest. Maybe. So maybe that mitzvah of the the oldest doing it is only by the Bechor, but when there's no Bechor, there's no mitzvah for the oldest one. So Gemara says, well, for, and so maybe that's the way, and Alamatani Abai, Alamatani Abai Kashisha, but we know Abai Kashisha said the opposite. Why did he teach in Abraisa that mitzvah begadol yabim, that there's a mitzvah for the oldest one to do the yibim, lay ratza if he didn't want, and then we go to the younger brother, lay ratza, meaning always the next oldest brother, meaning if the, if the first one doesn't want it, then we go to the second, and the third, and the fourth, but there's a mitzvah for the older one to do it, and it goes all the way to the youngest, meaning the oldest one we could get possible. The point is that it's about being older. So if that's the truth, that there's only a mitzvah to try to get the oldest brother when there's a bechar, but when there's no bechar, there's no mitzvah of trying to get the oldest brother. So why did Abayi Kashisha say this, which we clearly see he held the din was? The Gemara says, Ki bechar. Because it's, it's just like the Bechor, the Bechor in the Pasuk. That Ma Bechor, Bechura, Segar, just like a Bechor, his Bechura, his old, his, the fact that he's the oldest, it caused him to have this mitzvah. Av Gadol, so to an older brother, Gedula, Segar, Meaning the whole point here is about being older. So the older one, whichever one is the oldest, that would be the best. Meaning, but it doesn't have to be the Bechor specifically. It's a mitzvah for the Bechor because he's the oldest. But if not, then the next oldest one. It wouldn't just uh, jump to a free-for-all. So the Gemara says, Ve'emo kimiyabim Bechor lishkol nachla. Kimiyabim poshat loy lishkol nachla. So the Pasuk said, Ve'hoya Bechor shertelid, Yakum al shem achev ames. Yakum al shem achev ames, we learned earlier in the daf, that that's l'nachla. That's teaching me that he inherits his brother. So maybe the Pasuk is telling me like this, that that when there's a Bechor, when the Bechor is the one that does the Yibam Salish Nachla, maybe he has the Alacha to take that he gets a Yerusha. But if when the Pasha, meaning when a regular brother does the Yibam and not the Bechor, so he would not get, he would not inherit his brother. This Pasha, this Din of Yakum Al Shim which teaches me he inherits his brother, is only talking about like the beginning of the Pasha said, maybe the Bechor only inherits when he does Yibam, but another brother, a Pasha, when he does Yibam, he would not inherit. Maybe he's not included in Nachla. So, no, the Pasha says, which teaches me about Nachla, that he's going to. He's gonna be. He's Yakum al Shemachiv. He's gonna establish the name of his brother through the kid. Vahare come, and he did. He did Yibum. So it doesn't matter which brother. He would still get the Nachla of his brother, and it's not lim- limited to if the Bechor does Yibum. So the Bechor, the Kaderachman, Okay. So we just tried to bring out a million things about how it might be specific to Bechor or whatnot, and all we came out with that it's a mitzvah begadol. It's a mitzvah for the older brother to do Yibum. So why did the Pasuk call him a Bechar. It said, V'haya Bechar. So, what Allah is that teaching me? The Gemara says, So, really, it's coming to teach me some, that's something that's worse for him. That what? What's the din that comes out? Just like a Bechar, normally, a Bechar in a regular situation. A father dies, he leaves over a few kids. One of them is a Bechar. The Bechar gets double the Yerusha. 
So just like we know the Bechar, he only gets double in what's Muchzak. So we know when someone dies, there are some things that he has, literally, he has nechasim, he has muchsuk, things that he owns. And there are some things that are right to him, meaning people owe him money, he has some things coming his way. So by Abhar, the only thing he gets double of is muchsuk, is things that his father literally has, but not things that are coming to his father. Those things are going to be split evenly between the kids. So this is what we learn. This is why the Pasuk over here by Yibam calls him a Bechar, because Ma Bechar ain't a Just like a Bechar normally does not take the same amount of Ra'oy, of things coming to his father like he does by Muchsuk. By Muchsuk, he gets Pishnayim. By Ra'oy, he would not. By things coming to his father, he doesn't. He gets regular. So Afhai, so to this guy that inherits his brother, this brother that does Yibam to the other brother's wife, when he inherits his dead brother, because he did Yibam to his wife, so still it would be the same idea that he wouldn't inherit completely. He would inherit completely, but he does not get like he does B'muchsuk, and that would be regular Hilchas Yerusha, not specific to him. So if someone, someone's spreading rumors about someone, that he was mizane with a certain shivcha, and then she gets freed. she becomes free. Or an they spread laws about him, rumors that he was being mizane with this avedes kachavim with this guy, and then she converted. So he is not allowed to marry her. He should not marry her. But if he did marry her, we don't force him to divorce her. What about someone that? And by the way, the reason he shouldn't marry her, even if she converts, in the case previous, in the previous case, is because we don't want people spreading lies. We don't want people spreading rumors that look they got married once she divorced. So once once she converted, so obviously the it was true that they were being mizana together. So in this case, he should not marry that woman. That woman that people were spreading rumors about him, even if she even if she converted. Now also hanitan al if someone has rumors spreading about him that he was Mizana with a certain Ishish, and then Bezdin forced the husband to divorce her. So even if this guy that had the rumors spread about him that he was with this girl, even if he went ahead and already married her, so we force him to divorce her. And we're going to see this all in the Gemara. So the Gemara says, in the first case, what's it mashma from here? Then in the case of someone who's nitan alayvedes kachavin, there's rumors about someone that he's being mezana with ayvedes kachavin with a with a guy. So even if she converts, he should not marry her. So the Gemara says on that, But what does that seem to us? That she would be a Giyaris, that it would work, and she's a Jew now. Her, conver- her conversion was good, but is that true? It says that whether a, a man, that converted to marry a Jewish woman, or whether a non-Jewish woman who converted in order to marry a Jewish man, or someone who converted for to be at the Shulchan Malachim, to be at the king's table, Table was a chash of a thing that he was able to do only as a Jew or l'shum avdei shleimer, or he wanted to be from avdei shleimer. Rashi says they were balei srara; they were they had big positions. The avdei shleimer had to be a Jew. So if he converted for any of these things, einon gerim, it's not a good gerus, and they're not considered gerim. They're still going to be goyim. They were Reb That's what Reb Nachemia says. Shem Nachemia, because Reb Nachemia used to say that echad geiri arais. Whether you're talking about the geiri arais, those were kusim that converted because they were scared by lions. Or if someone had the Baal come to him and tell him in a dream that he has to convert. Or the Geirim that converted in the times of Mordechai Esther, what was that? Rashi explains that there's a passage in the Megillah that says, 
a lot of people from the land, Misyahadim, literally means they became Jews. So there was a lot of Gerim then too. So all these people, Enon Gerim, Rabbi used to say that the Gerim Arise, the Gerim Chaloimus, Bechod Gerim, Mordechai Esther, they're all not Jews. The conversion was not good. Adshin is Gairu, Unless they convert, Bismanazeh, nowadays. So like Mar asked, Bismanazeh, how could that, what does that even mean, Bismanazeh? They have to convert only nowadays, but they weren't allowed to convert back, back then. So like Mar says, It means like now. Nowadays. Just like nowadays, we don't have it so good. So too, the only time we're going to accept Gairim into Klal Yisrael is at a time when Klal Yisrael doesn't have it so good. But in Echanami, if they're converting just because Klal Yisrael is at the top and it's a great thing to be a Jew, then that's not going to be a, a Gairus Tushma, and that's, their Gairus is not going to be considered a Gairus. The only time to convert into Klal Yisrael, the only time Klal Yisrael is going to accept Gairim at all, is at a time that it's not so good to be a Jew. So we just brought this Memra, which was a stira to what was Mashma in the Mishnah. Our Mishnah was a Mashma that if someone... What's the question over here? Because our mission was mashma, that if someone had a rumor about him that he was being mezana with a certain oivedas kachavim, and then she's misgayer, so it's mashma that if she's misgayer, her gerus is a gerus, and she is considered a Jew, just we don't let this guy marry her because it's lads. But we just saw from Rav Nechemia that for any alternative motives, it's not going to be a good gerus. If someone converts, Dafka for this case, if she converts in order to marry a man, which certainly looks like it is in the case in our Mishnah, then it's not going to be a good gerus. But our Mishnah is mashma that it is a good gerus. Sigmar says, It was said on that, That's not the Allah. The Allah is not like Rabbi Nechemia who holds they're not good gerim. The Allah is, like according to the Mandamar, that says, Kulam gerim, that they are considered gerim and the gerus is good. So if so, why aren't we letting this guy marry this girl? We should allow him to marry her. Remove from yourself all types of laws, meaning don't put yourself in a situation where people are going to spread rumors about you. And certainly if he goes and marries this woman, people are going to be like, aha, of course they were being Mizana and she converted in order to marry him. So they're going to think it's true. So don't, you're not allowed to do something that's going to cause people to spread rumors about you. And therefore, that's why we don't let this guy to marry her. But really, the Allah is Kedivri Oimer. It's a good gerus and kedivra aimer that even if they were misguided for an alternative motive, then it still would be considered a good gerus. On that note, the Gemara continues. In the times of Mashiach, we will not be accepting gerim. Just similarly to that, they also didn't accept gerim. We didn't accept gerim into Klal Yisrael in the times of David and in the times of Shlomo. Meaning, any time it was good for Klal Yisrael, in the time of Malchus David, Malchus Shlomo. So these times it was good for Klal Yisrael, and it was of course a good thing to be a Jew. So if someone converted, we did not accept him. The only time we accept is when it's not so good for the Jews. And Amar Belazer, my Kriar as it says, what's a Pasuk that we see this from? The Pasuk says, Hein Gur Yogur, meaning when do we accept Gerim? When are we going to accept Gerim into Klal Yisrael? Efes Me'aisi. When things are not so good, when it looks like a Kaddish Baruch is not so much in the picture, Kaviyacha. Mi Gar Itcha. Meaning, and if that's when someone converts, if that's when he comes, when it's not so gishmak for Klal Yisrael, when they're in Gullus and they're not, they're, it's not, it's not so good for them. So Alecha Yipol, he's going to be with you even though Elam Haba. If someone converts Lishman, he does it nowadays when it's not so good for Klal Yisrael, then it's going to be a good Geris and he's going to be with us in Elam Haba. But if Gerim only come when it's good for Klal Yisrael, then we don't accept Gerim. Avol Idach, but in a time, yeah, when it's only good for Klal Yisrael, when Klal Yisrael isn't a good place, loy, we're not going to accept Gerim.